To be and feel your best, what do you need throughout the day? What do you need once a day or a few times a week? Your planning tools need to encourage and support your answer to that question. Your planning tools need to help you reflect on where you've done great so you can celebrate how you've been doing on your personal key performance indicators. Your planning tools need to help you with both your productivity and, of course, your wellness, because your wellness impacts your productivity and effectiveness. So measuring them together will give you insights that looking at them separately never will. And in this episode, I am taking you through the process that I just went through to find my new planner. You want to transform your life, to take care of your body, to strengthen your mind, and you want to do it in a way that fits your real lifestyle. Real wellness is for you. I'm Sherry Traxler, a transformation mentor, national speaker, and author, and I'm here to help you unlock your capacity to be, do, and have all you want. Join me every week for the proven principles and the strategies that actually work in your real life. It is so exciting that you are here investing in yourself today. Pat yourself on the back. This is where you belong. Welcome to Real Wellness. When researching for my new productivity planner, and I'm saying new, meaning I've used the Franklin planner or the Franklin Covey planner or the Seven Habits planner, which was what it was called when I first started using it over 30 years ago. When researching for a new one, I wanted one that really fused wellness and productivity. So the Franklin Planner, if you're familiar with that, or if you're not, I'll give you the high, very high level. It looks at the different roles of your life and the goals that you have in each of those roles. And one of them is Sharpen the Saw. And that's based out of the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People book. So it does include wellness of some sort, and I always used it that way and found ways to make it work, but daily habits and wellness rituals and mental state training, it really didn't have built into it. But that, again, it wasn't an issue because I made it work for me. I actually printed little inserts with the habits that I was working on that I wanted to hone either daily or several times a week. And then I would use that tab over day by day, and I'd mark them as I did them. I had questions I wanted to reflect on daily, but that I wanted to then be able to toss it. Not like in my journal, anything I'm right, I'm keeping and I'm looking back on. But these questions were just daily reflection to help me learn, look for trends. But then after a few weeks of looking at that, I would toss them. There are other things in my health that I wanted to be able to check mark daily. So my water intake or my supplements or how mindfully I ate, keeping those things top of mind personally helps me. If I don't periodically elevate these in importance in my mind, then I'm just like everybody else. It's easy for me. I'm a busy business owner like many of you. It was It's easy to you know just grab and, and go with my food or forget to drink enough water, things like that. So having those things come top of mind in my planner periodically helps me to stay on top of those things. So I'll give you some real specific examples, and here's what I want you to answer for yourself. So for you to be and feel your best, like I asked at the beginning, to be and feel your best, what do you need throughout your day, things that you're going to do periodically during your day, like drinking water, What are things that you need once a day? So for me, that's something like meditation. 
What are things that you need a few times a week, but doesn't necessarily need to be every day? So specifics for me throughout the day, my water, intuitive eating, my vegetables, really big, I'm new on this, is my thought and mental state training. So where's my energy? Where are my thoughts? If I notice an energy or a mental dip, what am I thinking about? Or maybe it's, oh, look, I've not had much water this morning. That's why I'm feeling a lull in energy, etc. Once a day is during the morning, I want to look at what I'm grateful for. I want to remind myself of my purpose in life and my intention for that particular day. In the evening, I want to look back and say, what am I proud of today? What worked for my productivity? What worked for my energy? What do I want to keep? What do I want to improve? That's once a day. I need some place in my planner that I can write those things down. Several times a week, I want to be able to have some worship time separate from my regular prayer and Bible study time. Whatever you do for your own faith, that's up to you. For me, that's a part of what I want to do several times a week. Meditation, maybe not daily, but at least several times a week either playing or getting out in nature several times a week, learning, I want to do that several times a week, journaling, intentional relationships. So these are things that are not streak tracking in the traditional sense, like I talked about in last episode on the apps of a streak seven days a week or, you know, 388 days straight, I've done such and such. No, but these are still things that add to my life if I do them several times a week. And remembering what gets measured gets done. But also, in my experience, what gets micromanaged gets rebelled against, or you just get numb to measuring it, or you're overwhelmed by there's so much to measure. So you have to find what excites you to measure and what excites you to see improvement in. And you can always change up what you focus on over time. So what you do now, three, four, five weeks from now, once it starts getting easier, you can change to something else. So for me, I didn't want to be locked into what a planner creator put there. Like some planners that I looked at had real specific either calorie tracking or which obviously I'm not going to be interested in doing uh, would have been years ago. But now I'm free from all of that. Thank you, Lord. Also, you know, maybe they had a certain amount of water that they thought you should have. So they had little cute little cups that you would check off your water and like, no, I actually need more water than that. So I really struggled as I looked through because I was looking from a productivity standpoint I was looking for a planner that had some built-in tracking for me to do these wellness things and room to, for me to make notes on my thought training, my mental state training that I'm really getting into now. Also, from a scheduling standpoint, six, 5, 6 a.m. till 8, 9 p.m., but real specific with half-hour spacing because if I have a client call at 2.30 I don't want to just put that on the two o'clock line because then I also need the 3.30, maybe something else is going on. And then I counted up. I actually did this. I actually counted up and I needed about 16 lines for to-do items. Some of those were big to-do tasks and some of them were just might be like call so-and-so back. But I needed space. I needed about 16 lines for that. So I'm going to talk, walk you through what I found and in the show notes, I will put links to all these planners because even though something doesn't work for me specifically, it might actually be perfect for you. So the first one that I came so close to getting is on, it's from Etsy and it's an inspired stories is the, the planner name, the, the shop name. 
and they have 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. scheduling, so that was good enough. They had 15 to-do lines. That was, meh, that was good enough. They had space in there in the a.m. for me to set intentions and for me to do some of my a.m. practices. P.m., they didn't have room on the page itself, but they have a week overview sheet and I thought, well, I can use that. You know, you do have to make shift these. If you're not custom making one for yourself, you kind of have to, to make shift. So I was like, I can do my PM reflecting on that week overview. And that would actually be a bonus because then it's all in one place. I get to see my trends for the whole week in one place before it gets thrown out. It does have a built-in habit tracker. And this I really, really loved. And I'm still probably going to be ordering one of these as an extra to add into the planner I, I actually got, is they have a habit tracker sticker. So if you have more than five habits that you're tracking, you can add this sticker and double the space. Or I may end up using the apps that I talked about in the last episode for some of my habit tracking. So I may do a hybrid on that. It'll be interesting to experiment this year. The downside for the inspired stories, the reason I ended up finally deciding against it, even though everything else was really either working well or could make it work, was their space for the daily notes where I would write out my state training, my thoughts, things like that. That was very small. So really didn't work for that. Another one, and I'm going to mispronounce this one, I'm sure this is a super popular one, is Erin Condren, I think is how that's pronounced. And this one, they had my schedule set up. They had 13 to-dos, so all that could work. They had room for AM intentions, but there was no room either on the daily page, and they didn't have weekly overviews or anything like that. So there was no place for me to do PM reflection. And the mental training, they have grid pages that you can add in between the days that would get a little bit cumbersome, but... I could do my thought training there, but they're grid pages, and that personally is hard for me to write on. So I could make it work, maybe, but not really. So what did I go with? I went with the Full Focus Planner. When I initially looked at the Full Focus Planner, I actually immediately decided against it, and I'll tell you why. Because of a downside in mentality that that's there that I saw, but I'm working around it. So it has the, the good things about it. It has the schedule to a T exactly like I wanted it, the to-do number things, AM and PM. There was room on the daily notes page. So this was like the Franklin planner that I'd used for years. So AM and PM, that will go on the Franklin. I mean, that'll go on the daily page. Uh, there's not a lot of room on the planning day itself, but they have, an, I mean, the notes page. I should say that the daily notes page. Tracking, this was an interesting upgrade from the Franklin Planner. They do have a habit streak tracker. And so just like in the Inspired Stories habit tracker, they have they have one on here, though I still may get the stickers from Inspired Stories. So that way, if I have more than five, so if I've got six or seven, you know, I listed out at the beginning of this episode all the different things that I rotate through tracking to keep top of mind. And the full focus planner does have the daily notes page, which just like I have been doing in the Franklin planner, this is a place for me to do my mental state training. What am I thinking? How am I feeling? All of that to get a sense of, okay, at, and let me tell you how this plays out. So let's say that at two o'clock, I write down that I'm feeling low mental energy. 
Well, then I can look back and see, was it how my sleep affected it? Was it what I had for lunch? Was it that maybe I had really negative thoughts between 10 and 2? Everything else is perfect, but if my thoughts aren't right, it's going to drag my energy down. So looking through all of that helps me to keep my energy and my thoughts and my mental state on track so that then I'm showing up best for my clients. Here's where I initially saw a downside to full focus. There seemed to be an all or nothing thinking that was built into the street tracker. And they also push morning and evening, or they don't push. That's probably, they wouldn't want me to put those words in their mouth. They strongly encourage a morning and evening ritual and a startup and wind down for your workday rituals. And I'm okay with that concept. But there's a place where in the in the planner that you write down what all that looks like for you. And then in the morning, you check off if you did it. And in the evening, you check off if you did it. Well, I'm thinking that for me, that's kind of all or none. Because what if that day things went crazy in the morning and I did a piece of it and then at lunch I did my meditation or I moved things around. There wasn't the flexibility for me for that and reading their site, looking through their pages, I initially felt pressure of I'm serving the planner instead of the planner serving me. Just like I talked about in the last episode with apps that you want to make sure that you are having the app serve you, that you are not serving the app. But once I got through all of this thinking with this and having more room for the thought and the mental state training, that was super important to me. I decided that's what I'm going to go with. And I still may use the Strides or the Way of Life Habit Tracker apps that I discussed in the last episode, but I also may get the Habit Tracker sticker from Inspired Stories, or I may do all three of those, the two apps and the stickers, and just experiment and find out which one works best for me. For me, because I use a hybrid, I definitely like the paper and the app combo for wellness and productivity. So whatever I need, ease of tracking and ease of planning, but it doesn't need long-term tracking or I don't need to see trends, I like paper because it's fast to capture the information. Anything that is deep thinking, like journaling, I think better on paper, even though it's not searchable in the same way that technology is. However, when I need to see long-term trends or I need to refer back to the information later, like my notes for the podcast episodes, I need to know which episode had that what info. I can refer back to it. I can't just write it out on paper and then go through a stack of hundreds of papers. It's not searchable. For you, find what works for you. Experiment, play with these. If you are looking for a new planner this year, go look through these. But the first thing you need to ask yourself before you go looking is what do you need to be your best? What do you need to feel your best? What do you need throughout your day? What do you need in once a week? What do you need a few times a week? What do you need just once a day? I mean, ask yourself those questions. And then that's going to give you an idea of what to look for in your planner so that you don't just go for one that, oh, this is a really cool looking planner or this is a really cool looking app. Does it meet what you're needing? So you don't get married to the method. You can always change it. Just pick one, give it a couple of months to get through the learning curve, and then change it if you need to. Because your wellness impacts your productivity and effectiveness 100%. And measuring them together will give you the insights that looking at them separately never will. Thank you for joining me and investing in yourself today. Who else do you know who needs to hear this? Share this episode with a friend. And until next time, 
find your path to real wellness and fulfill your potential.